Join Justin Charity and Micah Peters in sound only as they discuss their deepest, darkest thoughts about the millennial lifestyle, rap music, video games, anime, YouTube, social media, and their underlying themes. Check out Sound Only on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Ringer NBA show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find out what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like three-minute markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available. And listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 years and older, 18 and older in D.C., and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Whether it's taking all your little ones to their sporting events or everybody getting together and taking a ride to the beach, the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure. With features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Or... Standard third row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. So we're back with the Mad Hooper right now, and we have the Kid Marrow, and I'm just trying to figure out why he's so mad. Like, he has a successful show on Showtime. The baggage claim is there. He's a bodega boy. Marrow, why are you so mad? Let me tell you why I'm mad. Let me tell you why I'm mad, dog. You know what I'm saying? What's going on in these streets right now is wild. You know what I mean? Like, the Knicks ain't getting no respect. You know what I'm saying? They talk about, oh, the Nets. The Nets from New York. The Nets from New York. The Nets from New York. Listen, shout out to Kevin Durant. I love you. Shout out to Kyrie. I love you. I love Crystals as well. You know what I'm saying? I love to sage my apartment as well. You know what I'm saying? But what's going on right now, Julius Randle is playing at an all-NBA level, and he ain't getting the respect he deserves. They gonna give Steve Nash coach of the year when we all know it's Tibbs, baby. Tibbs need that coach of the year award. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm mad right now now at this current moment, you know what I'm saying? Also, I'm wearing 16 masks at the same time, and I got vaccinated four times, you know what I'm saying? But I'm still scared to go outside, you know what I'm saying? That's why I'm upset. I mean, mean, if 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 I could get in for a quick second, I mean, my argument to that would be you're 34 and 27. You're only what, like two games out of the playoff (laughs) contention, dog. Like, it's not like, I mean, you got the Brooklyn Nets sitting at the borough over from the Knicks and you're almost in play in contention. (laughs) Yo, listen, that's not a hit on there. (laughs) I mean, yo, listen, if I can make my own NBA 2K roster like the Nets did, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would. You know what I'm saying? Why not? Like, yo, let me just get everybody who's popping. Like, every like it's funny because I got an old, you know how the NBA is like, they've released like, the, well, not the NBA, but like these books come out. And right now my kids' bedtime stories, they're like, yo, read dad, read this book. And it's called NBA All-Stars. And it got Melo, Al Jefferson, John Wall, like, you know, the book is like a couple of years old. So they're like asking mm-hmm. me about these dudes and they're like, oh, where do they play? Everybody in that book plays on a different team. They, 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 <laughs> when, when they, they, when, it's like Melo on the Knicks, like John Wall on the Wizards, you know what I'm saying? Like, Al Jefferson on the Jazz and shit. Like, I'm like, what? Are, what? <laughs> Real ones up next. Poppin', real ones, Logan Murdoch here, Raja Bell. Raja, we have a really special guest, Raja. We have the human do-rack flab. 
We have Curb Gotti. We have Trias Khalifa. That's right. He ain't no fucking baby. He fucking man. Check the guts again. His, de- his name is definitely on it. And no one stopped us to sign to the check. We have Ben Stack Biombo. We have the dad of the year. We have the plantain supernova in the sky. We have we have Barmellows Anthony for three. We got the kid Mayor in the motherfucking building. Let's go. Let's go. I'm like, let's get it. They're like, you want to do this podcast? I was like, dude, are you nuts? Like, of course I wanted to talk shit about basketball. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Let's get it. Shut the All right, man. Roger, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> there we go. You in the right place then. Let's get it popping. Let's go. <laughs> All right, man. So we we got you on the most perfect time. You're t- are you, you, I know you got your Tims in the fucking air. Uh-huh. Are you the wearing Nick- Tims right now? Because this is that dude, please tell me you're I'm not wearing the- Tims. <laughs> I'm in the crib. I'm in the crib. I should be wearing teams, but you know, we, like, we keep. Oh, hey, 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 we should, we should. We dress from the waist up for zooms. So, 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 so the Knicks are won nine straight uh-huh. games right now. Is it yes, full sir. Knicks propaganda in the Merrill household right now? Are you? Are you? Yo. Are you, have won a championship? Is there? Is there? What, what's going on in the, in the Merrill household right now? Let me tell you what's going on in the Merrill household right now. What's usually going on in the Merrill household this time of year with the Knicks? Is we're looking at like who's popping in college, like <laughs> who, what's the power, re- what's the lottery looking like? You know what I'm saying? That's usually what we're doing at this time of year. This now, my kids are wearing their Frank Nilakina jerseys with pride. You know what oh I'm saying? God. Like the Frank Nilakina jerseys is out. You know what that saying? they were forced we to here. buy beyond their will. <laughs> <laughs> they were forced to buy. <laughs> you know, they're out here. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, it's a beautiful time to be a Knicks fan right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we're instead, and it's, it's wild because the mantra in the house used to be, if the Knicks cover, they won. Because mm-hmm. you know them spreads was, them spreads was bananas. Like, yo, the Knicks <laughs> yes. are playing the Suns, yo, the spread is 23 and a half points. I'm like, yo, bang it. Let's go. They not losing by 30. They might lose by 13. You know what I'm saying? But they go yeah. cover. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. good teams win, great teams cover. You know what I'm saying? So the mantra was, <laughs> if the Knicks cover, they won. So there's a lot of moral victories previously, you know what I'm saying, in this household regarding the Knicks. But now, they're actually good. So it's just like, yo, and they're playing team ball. They're playing defense. Like, what is it? They're still ranked. Are they still second in the league in defense? Or did they slip to third? The, but the, either way, they're like top three defensively. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Tibbs is out here. I always said this, Tibbs is a college coach and an NBA coach body. And, like, low-key, like, the Knicks needed a dude that was going to come in and be like, yo, listen, this is what we about to do. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got my vets. They know what we do. You know, I got Derrick Rose. I got Taj Gibson here. They know what I, how I run my shit. All y'all 19-year-olds, let's get it. Let's get these dubs. Let's play defense. Let's, let's like, get him. Let's get him motherfuckers' asses on D. Yeah. And, like, everything will follow. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. like, yo. You know what I'm saying? Hey yo, I'm not happy unless I'm miserable. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Let's go. <laughs> is this is this house money right now for y'all? Or like if if they if they don't advance out of the first round, are we straight as a Knicks fan, or are we are we now starting to have some like expectation? Maybe like we could do something. Low key, I'm like low key. Like the expectation was like at first it was like yo playing. Like yo, we looking okay. We might mess around and make the play. And now we sitting at what fourth? We we were fourth place in the East. You know what I'm saying? Them top two, I feel like the top three teams is already like cemented. But like four through like eight, it's like, you know what I'm saying? It, motherfuckers go in a five game skid. You know what I mean? Like anything can happen. So 
Now I'm like looking at it like, yo, the Knicks are going to be in the playoffs in the top eight. You know like I mean? right now, you're looking at Atlanta. If it ended today, you're looking at Atlanta in the first you know round. Saying? Which I'm not even mad at because low key we match up. You know what I mean? Like Trey, shout out to Trey Young. You know what I'm saying? But like defensively, you know what I'm saying? That's not <laughs> scaring you. That's not scaring you, right? Like you as a Knicks I mean? fan, like, that's not really right. I'm not. I'm not nervous. That and that's the new thing too. Like as a Knicks fan, I used to go into every game nervous. Like yo, no matter what the team is. Like, talking about spreads, like, I went to a Golden State game and, like, you know, a couple, like, a year, a year or two back, and this was when, like, Steph and Clay were just, like, ridiculous, like, yo, just, like, yo, throw me the ball anywhere, NBA Jam, we're shooting, like, three-quarter court threes, like, ridiculous. And the spread was, like, uh, like I said, 23 and a half. And they lost by, like, 32. And I was like, bro, come on, like, oh! <laughs> I was like, yo, this is wild. So it's just like, even those situations, like, like you're playing a lottery team and it's still like, yo, we might take this out. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I don't feel like that anymore. Like, I feel like every game is winnable. You know what I'm saying? Like, st- hanging in there with the Nets, hanging in there with the, beating the Sixers, hanging in with the, with the Sixers, like, all these, like, top-tier teams and the Knicks are right there at the end of the game. It's never like, yo, we lost by 38 and the game was over after, you know, at the beginning of the, the second half. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so Meryl, when did you talk yourself into that this could actually be a good season? Because I look at your Twitter feed, I look at Jesus's Twitter feed. I know every time there's like faint Knicks optimism in the beginning of the season, and it quickly fades away in a month. When it was, when did you were like, okay, I'm getting the special Tim's out today. I'm yeah. ready to go. These I've been waiting <laughs> for this since the since the Mason days. Yeah. When did you get? When did you say I'm getting this ready? I'm ready to go. When I saw Julius Randle expand his repertoire from like the, 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 the spin move in the lane that results in a turnover mm. to like, yo, the footwork is bananas. The outside shot is, is working like all this stuff. And it's just like, yo, this is the guy on the team. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's giving me like, it's giving me like kind of like 04 Pistons where it's just like, there's not a guy. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Julius is the guy. But it's like, it's a team, everybody's playing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, one day it'll be Bullock, you know what I mean, that shows out. One day it'll be, like, Nerlens Noel that shows out. One day it'll be Alec Burks, you know what I mean? Like, Julius and RJ are consistent. And then, like, the the supporting cast, like, is, like, everybody steps up, like, on any given day. You know what I mean? And it's, it's like, as a Knicks fan, it's just like, whoa. Like, I'm used to, like, Dan Tony drawing up game-losing plays. You know what I mean? Like, yo, I'm used to, like... <laughs> We're gonna have no, there will be no Mike D slander on the pod today, bro. Shout out, shout out to my guy. Shout out to my. I know, I know you got history, but I know you got history. Shout out to my he guy. Pickles, too. I love them. He said he got history too. Yeah. yeah, like I love him. I love him, yo. I love Dan Tony because he made Mellow scoring chant. He made Jr. Six Man of the Year. Tyson Chandler Defensive Player of the Year. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like, you know, like. It didn't come together, bro. It, it didn't, didn't come together. Yeah, like it didn't like it didn't come like come together like it's look like it's looking like now. Like now right. it's really looking like and Roger, you can speak to this more than like a casual fan, because you act like you hoop, like you're a hooper. Like when you see the product on the court, is it different than like years past? You know what I'm saying? Like the body language, everything. No, without question. I and I'm with you, like he Logan asked you the question about like when you were when you were kind of bought in. I think a lot of people were watching Julius Randle's evolution thinking, all right, this is going to fall off in a minute. Like, it's it's a dope story early, but I don't know that we can sustain it. And it it's probably not even fair to Julius Randle, but he has sustained it, so that gives you that number one scoring threat that you're going to need. And then 
I agree with you, bro. Like the defense in the NBA is just, if you can do it at a super high level and you have a couple pieces that can score, you're going to be in every game that there is. Now, you you meet a juggernaut offensively that could just put up 130. You might be out of gas, right, if you can't lock them down. But you have a chance in every game. And you see the Knicks players believing in that philosophy. They're bought in to the way you're going to play. And that's what you look for for a team like that is buy-in. Are they down with what Tibbs is talking about? Are, is the message getting through? And it's getting through. And you the result is wins. Yeah, man. Like, honestly, and to answer, to answer the question, like, succinctly, I was all in in, like, the beginning when there was, like, no fan attendance and it was just, like, super quiet. And you could hear the, the players chirping and the coaches talking or whatever. And, like, there was a moment where Tibbs, like, had his mask on and he took it down to be like, motherfucker, at a ref. And I was like, <laughs> we back. we're winning 50 games, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Because he got that, yo, Tim's got that real New York energy, bro. Like, Tim's just like the guy on the train that'll, like, there's a dude, like, you know, pissing in the corner. He's like, hey, get off the goddamn train. I'm late to work. You know what I mean? Like, that dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, he don't care. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's just like a, like, a mad, like, scientist. You know what I mean? So, like, I bang with that. Like, I love dudes who are obsessed with perfection and, like, you know, recipes, Kobe, to, you know, I'm saying, one of the greatest ever. Like, that mentality of like, yo, we gonna practice hard, we gonna play hard, we're gonna dedicate ourselves on defense, et cetera, et cetera. Like, that's like you said, that's what keeps you in every single game. And like, yo, I was all in as soon as he was like, motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. and he's like, yo, he's like eighty nine percent on challenges or something like that. Like nine out of ten challenges, he's yo, he's out here. You know what I'm saying? Yo. Like, listen, coach of the year. You know what I'm saying? Stamp it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it's a prop bet, but you know what I'm saying? Take it. <laughs> What are you what are you gonna do when Tibbs is playing dudes 45 minutes a game in two years in contention? Are have you mentally prepared yourself for that? How are you yeah. gonna handle that when that happens? That's my thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like, I was worried about it, but I was just like, yo, shout out to Kenny Payne. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like the conditioning that they are in, like, it's like, yo, Julius doesn't look gassed. You know what I'm saying? Like, when that Atlanta game went into OT, I was like, oh, we got it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, yo, they're, they're, the, the Hawks ain't prepared like we're prepared. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying we like I'm running suicides at, in the gym, too. But like, I mean, in your mind, you are. In your mind, in you my are. Mind, mentally, I'm for sure mentally, running suicides. Yeah. Mentally, for sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing 8,000 push-ups in my mind. I'm in the weight room right now, mentally. But yeah, not like I feel like the conditioning, like the level of conditioning that they got. And like I said, everybody on this team is like 19. So they can run up and down all day. They'll run you down. Like if there's a dude on your squad that's like, you know, like a... I don't want to take a shot at nobody, but like, you know, like a, like an older dude who's not like one of them, like up and down type of guys. Like Raja Bell. You know yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm not going to front. My back is, my back is the one Miro was talking about off air. Like I got no J in that. There's no more jumping in any of this. <laughs> it's, a, no, no it's, jumping. A, it's, a, it's not a jumper. It's an er. It's, it's an er, er at this point. I'm that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so. Miro, so I have the, um, I have a question for you. When, you know, every year, like I said, I've been following you for a long time. Every year, there's a role player. I call it the John Starks Memorial Role Player, where oh, yeah. he's—he, you guys think he's a lot better than he actually is. Not to say John Starks wasn't good, but you know, and, and during the time he was an all-star, perennial all-star, Knicks Knicks fans' mind, right? Oh, yeah. Who is that? Who is that guy for you right now? That is that you're probably inflating his value a lot, way too much right now, but it's worth it, and he is the greatest. He's he should put his jersey up in Madison Square Garden for at least two weeks. Yo, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like 
the reclamation project, the process, Nerlens Noel, he came out, bro. He's he's doing it. Yo, at first I was just like, my man, do your fingers curl? Like he was just like, <laughs> like he wasn't catching nothing in the paint. He was dropping everything. Now he's out here like, yo, throw it, throw it up. I'm gonna yam it. Like Mitchell Robinson, who like, yo, Mitch, you could t- you, you could relax, you can heal up, get right. You know what I'm saying? Like I got this. Like Nerlens Noel is playing way above expectation. Like I thought he was just like a tall dude that they were going to throw in the paint. You know what I mean? Like, and try, like dollar value Mitch, you know what I'm saying? Like, but nah, bro, this dude is like playing out of his mind. Like the obvious answer is Julius Randle, but like Nerlens Noel dog, like is the dude, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like don't sleep on him. He, he's playing like it's a contract year. I mean, it is, but like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> he's trying to get that. He's trying to get that 15 mil. He's like, I don't want no five mil. He's like, I want 15. Like, get, uh, get the bag. <laughs> Get the bag. I think, you know what gets lost in this a little bit? Not that we, I mean, the the leadership from the top of the organization and the change, right? What you're talking about bringing in, you know, Leon Rose and Scott mm-hmm. Perry's still there and you got Worldwide West and what they've been able to do culturally in the building kind of sets the stage for Tibbs to do what he does. And then bringing in players, you know, because that's part of that job that you know will work well with Tibbs, right? Because not everyone does. So, like, you know, I just want to give them, to use a Logan term, their flowers too, because, you know, that's a huge part of what's going on. I do think, and I'm interested, I'm interested to hear you on this because it's all gravy right now. Like, and I'm with you. The Hawks, good team, but they don't scare me. Like, I could see if it falls the way it does now, New York getting through the first round. But I do believe they need to go out and put another bona fide star with Julius Randle, um, you know, with with those type of players to to really be a championship contended team. That's what's going to interest me. What do they do in the offseason? How do they keep the pieces that are that are solid foundation pieces? And then what do you what do you sprinkle in with it to get you over the hump? Yeah, like a guy like Bullock like fills a role right now. Like shout to Reggie, like he's killing it. But like that type of player, like a wing dude, shoot the three. You know what I'm saying? Like knock down open shots. That's 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 what the Knicks have been missing for so long. Is just like knock down shooters. Where like you could drive it to the teeth of the defense and just kick it out. You know what I'm saying? Like before it was just like, bro, none of y'all are gonna make a three. So go ahead, drive the ball. We're gonna have four dudes like this standing at the at the bucket like this, and you're not gonna score. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, they need they definitely need another dude that can go out and get you 25 like easily, like a walking bucket. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, but at the same time, we'll buy into the defensive scheme. You know what I'm saying? Cause like a dude like, like, I love Devin Booker. You know what I'm saying? Are we playing the Suns tonight? You know what I'm saying? I, mm. I know you're going to be watching around. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I, and I'm like, yo, and low key, I'm like, yo, the, the Suns are on fire. No pun intended. And like, yo, that would have been a scary game to me last year. But this year, I'm like, yo, we could, we could mess around and win this game. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Lockdown book. You know what I'm saying? Like, we could mess around and, and like, at least cover. You know what I'm saying? Because I know it's supposed to be like 11 points. I don't even know what it is right now. Like, I'm about to ask Siri, but, like, I know they're going to cover it. So, that's the thing. Like, I'm not I'm not scared. Like, it's wild. There's a wild feeling to go as a Knicks fan into a game and be like, yo, we could win any game. The Lakers, the, the Nets, whoever. Bag time. Time to pay the bills. We'll be back. This episode is brought to you by Arby's. It's 3 p.m. and dinner is still hours to come. Maybe lunch didn't quite hit the spot. That's where the new two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps from Arby's come in. Available in ranch, barbecue, and honey mustard. They're perfect for the afternoon snack attack or as an add-on to your meal. 
Arby's two for five dollar chicken wraps are here for a limited time at participating locations. Visit an Arby's near you or order ahead on the Arby's app. So, I mean, this wouldn't be a Knicks podcast without a Knicks trauma time. So I got I got some oh, rapid yeah. fire questions for you. Um, is you it, can't break me. OK. All right. Is it is it uh, <laughs> is it <laughs> poetic that. The Knicks' best season is happening where fans can't come to the arena. Is that, is that, is that, listen, fam, yo, part of me was so mad about it when I realized, like, oh shit, the Knicks are good. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, they're playing team ball, like, they're playing, like, they look good. Like, they're not winning by, like, before it was like they were winning by accident. Like, Mm -hmm. there was like, yo, this, yo, yo, damn, Melo dropped 58. Like, we won, damn. You know what I mean? Like, we, we won 98 to 96. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or whatever. Um, but now it's like the de- it, the defense is what's leading the charge. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I got You got me on that one. All right. All right. What hurts more? Not getting LeBron in free agency both times or not drafting Steph Curry? Definitely not drafting Steph Curry. Cause we drafted um, like no and like again like I don't want to slander nobody because I'm a failed hooper myself. Jordan Hill, dog. Like I love you, dog. You know what I'm saying? Oh, what's a Nick? Always oh, a Nick. But damn, dog, we could have had Steph Curry, dog. They we drafted Jordan Hill Steph. before Steph Curry. That's Fair. tough. Yeah, that's tough. He dra- like no, he no, that's he tough. he was he wanted to come to the Knicks, that's and he tough. was sitting right there at seven, and the Warriors were like, "Sick, you thought." Like, we're going to take him. Like, we don't really need him, but we're going to take him. You know what I'm saying? So you can't have him. And that's like the, the story of the Knicks. Like, yo, we're going to get the guy right before your pick. You know what I'm saying? Your guy is going to get picked right before you for maximum pain. You know what I'm saying? Like, the lottery. Like, we did it on the show. Like, we literally, I'm sitting there with Fat yep. Joe and Jadakus and Jesus watching the lottery. Zion with support. It's like written. It is written. We're getting Zion. And it's just like, yo. You know, I'm like, once we get into like the single digits, I'm like, oh, fifth pick, not us, fourth pick, not us. Oh, we get it, we get it with the third pick in the New York. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like everybody remembers that draft it was like Zion, Ja, Barrett. It was like Zion, Ja, Barrett. Everybody's like, yo, Barrett is the most NBA ready, uh, uh, whatever, whatever. Zion is a generational talent. And John Morant is just like on another planet, like athletically mm-hmm. and like whatever. So I was just like, yo, RJ Barrett felt like a consolation prize. But now I'm all in on the Maple Mamba. Shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like elevated his game, like every, like every time out. Like you can tell, like he's serious about this, bro. Like he's like, yo, I'm dead ass. Like I'm going to show y'all in New York that you did not fuck up by drafting. All right. Last one for now. Do you think Michael Jordan considered? seriously consider going to the Knicks in the mid-90s and what would you have done if that happened? Oh, he definitely did. He definitely did. He's capping if he says he did it. Like, if he ever says, like, all, I feel like all the, like, the 90s dudes, like, they like to be like, nah, we ain't trying to get together. Like, we was, we was competing. Like, we wasn't trying to, we weren't trying to play with each other. We was trying to beat each other's ass. I'm like, bro, stop it. I was like, if Sean Kemp and Gary Payton were like, yo, we want to come to the Bulls, Michael Jordan would have been, went up to Jerry Krause or whoever and be like, Yo, get me Gary Payne and Sean Kemp right now when I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? So, like, he did that. Like, he was, like, at, at some point, like, he was like, yo, I'm out if y'all don't get so-and-so. 
You know what I mean? And he wasn't even in like down with Scotty at first. You know, you feel me? Like, yeah. I feel I feel like y'all real quiet because I'm over here like with a major Jordan slander. Like, yeah. But it's not slander, <laughs> nah. but it's like, yo, a superstar kind of dictates. And like again, like I'm not in locker rooms. I've never been in an NBA locker room. Raja, you have. Like, I don't know if that really is the truth. Like, because a lot of people say, yo, LeBron is really the GM. Yo, the superstar, whoever like the superstar of the team is, holds a lot of weight in terms of like, yo, who are we getting a free agency? Who is the front office looking at? Who are they targeting? Whatever. Like, you know, does that player have a say? Like, you know, did Steve Nash, was Steve Nash involved in those conversations? Was like Amari involved in those conversations? You know what I'm Absolutely, saying? Absolutely, like, bro. Good. Hey, listen, your star, your franchise player should be involved to some degree in those conversations. He don't have to have the final you know, write a refusal or anything like that. But he certainly should have things run through him because he's going to be doing most of the work and he needs to be able to work with the pieces you bring in. Yeah. So you brought up Zion, right? And mm-hmm. you yeah. know who I'm going with? You know who I'm going with? So, yeah. so, so, so. I was just like he was. Let me, let me set it up. Let me set it up. So after the game. Wait, no, wait, 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 all right, so a couple of weeks ago, or I think a week ago, like the, uh-huh. the Knicks were playing the Pelicans, and uh-huh. some you know how New York media is. Somebody uh-huh. set up the live. So how do you feel about Madison Square Garden and playing at the Garden? And we already know what that question means. Are yeah. you gonna Are you gonna consider the Knicks? Uh-huh. Or are you so so? Roger calling tech. So 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 did you did you did you? Like, did I've you, been there. I've been there. So we talked about this on the show last week. We talked about this on the show last week. To fucking relax. I know you're not relaxing, Mero. Mero, how did you feel when that happened? Are you already preparing in five years for him to come to New York in the garden? Have you already prepared your pitch? My, my, I already ordered the jersey. Forget the pitch. (laughs) I already ordered the jersey. Listen, yo, I saw that man's wisdom teeth when he smiled. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Like, yo, and you, like, like we was, like we just said, like you're talking about comfort, familiarity. He's yo. He loves the garden. You could tell when the when the lottery balls dropped and it was the Pelicans got that ball. He was just like, like he had to put on a face like, I'm just happy to be in the NBA. But low key, he was just like, damn, I want to go to the garden. And like, yo, RJ Barrett is your man's. Like, and these are young dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a, I'm 37 years old. Like, I consider myself an old head. So like, and me at 37 years old, I get on the uh, I get on the horn. Yo, yo, stacks. Yo, Ricky, yo, you want to jump on Call of Duty? You know these dudes are playing video games, talking to each other on the little chat. Like, yo, what you fin- yo, what you gonna do in the offseason? Yo, what are you gonna do in the offseason? Yo, I'm all, yo, Tim's got it. Yo, we got a we we got a movement going over here, bro. We need one more guy, bro. Yo, come over here, bro. You be gaming on everybody. You'll be front page. You'll never pay for food ever again in your life. You'll be the talk of the town. You'll be on 20,000 billboards. Fam, like the the allure of New York, like. Is real, like, and it's with the Knicks, though. It's not really with the Nets. Like, okay, you're that's, okay. Uh, that's not, not, not even uh, team. Uh, uh, I know I it's unprompted. Put... I know it's unprompted, <laughs> but it's not really with. Like, yo, I'm like, yo, they're really good. The Nets are a really good team. They're probably they they might come out of the East. You know what I'm saying? Unless Philly, you know, stomp a mud hole in them. But I like, <laughs> personally, I think Philly. Is is washing the nets? That's just my personal. Wait, opinion. so you know so, like, <laughs> but that's just like that's just a couch. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, betting ass dude. 
Are you saying this as a guy? Because this goes into a great conversation around Knicks fans. Are you saying it as the guy like you lost out on Braun in 2010, right? You lost out on Kevin Durant in 2019, yeah. right? Yeah. Is this just the? Are you guys? Is this what you guys do to set up yourself for for the inevitable like disappointment? What is the mind of a Knicks fan? And I want to. And I'm going to do this individually. What is the mind of a Knicks fan? Like first off, when LeBron didn't come. And in 2010, what was the mindset? Were you guys like, what the fuck him? Fuck him. Or was it yeah. like, damn, what was the mindset going into to that? To me, it was just like, there was so many stories going around. And that's the thing, too. Like, yo, NBA players are humans, dog. They're not robots. You know what I mean? Like, they're not like, you know, like, compute, most logical destination. It's like, yo, I want to play with my man over here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a better chance to win a chip over here. Yo, the bag is over here. It's all like what what the player individually is thinking about. So like, Braun wanted a chip. You know what I mean? He want he didn't want to be like he didn't want to go to another Cavs. You know what I mean? Which essentially would be the case going to the next. Like he would have to. He would be the guy. The team would be on his back, et cetera, et cetera. And going to Miami and linking up with your man's is like seemed like a better course of action. Also, there's no state income tax. Yeah. So you keep a lot of that guala. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't factor that in. Like, dog, if you're a uh, truck driver, you're picking your where you live based on income tax too. Like, like you know, extrapolate that by millions of dollars. You feel me? Like, you're trying to keep most of that bread, bro. Because like at the end of the day, like once your hooping career is over, like you got to live off that money and invest and do mm-hmm. different things. Like you can't play basketball until you're 80, 65. That's not what you were saying. That's not what you were saying when you was on East Tremont, though. You wasn't saying. Well, you yeah, know, you know better. That at all. You no, wasn't, wasn't saying that you shit. You wasn't saying that shit. I was like, you acting real. You got the showtime. You got the showtime bag, and now you all diplomatic and shit. You was not saying that on the block. You wasn't saying on the block. I was like, yo, listen. I was like, yo, Brian, you a coward. You you yeah. don't want to take the team. You don't want to take the team to the top. Like, you know, but you know, I'm all doing wiser now. You know, I'm on kid number four. You feel me? Yeah. Like, you see the figure pay in the back. Like, you, know what I'm yeah. like, you watch. You watch that energy right now. So well, big watch that energy. Like, I just want to encourage LeBron to be the best he could be. So I was covering the Warriors when fucking Kevin Durant was 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 in his last year. And I remember when the Knicks came to Oracle, you motherfuckers were coming in droves. You had the 35 Knicks jersey. It was ready. It was ready to go. It was like Garden uh-huh. West. You guys was ready to go. And you guys, you know, you guys travel well, right? So it was it was Nick, it was Nick's it was Nick's West. What what were you guys what were you guys doing? You know, when you guys traded off Chris Stops, right? You guys were ready yeah. making a play for Kevin and Kyrie. What were you thinking during that season? And then when he when he inevitably was like, no, I'm going to the Nets. What were you feeling I'm like? Gonna, I'm, I'm not even going to lie, bro. I'm not even going to sit up here and cap and, and act like I wasn't like part of like the dudes photoshopping Zion, KD, and Kyrie together. Like, I was that dude. 100%. Like, you got me red-handed. But, you know, when it didn't happen, I was just like, yo, this is just like LeBron all over again. I call it Knicks Coke. Like, it's just like, 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 you're like, yo, yo, we getting everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to my guy network. I said the same shit. I was just like, yo, we getting everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Luca, like, like he, like he's a, he's an unrestricted free agent in four years. So he's coming to New York for sure. You know what I'm saying? Cause he's, he said he likes New York sandwiches one time. I grew up a Lakers fan, and you know how they do the graphics for the Lakers and shit about like with all uh-huh. the free agents. It's yep. funny because that's literally what y'all are, though. That's what you guys are. Exactly. We get all the hate for it, and you guys do it. Yo, but y'all are the Knicks West, <laughs> except you know, with more success. Except we won titles, you know, we won titles and stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a large fan base that's like wild, obnoxious, win or lose. Like, whether it's LeBron, Shaq, and Kobe, or motherfucking Cedric Sabalos, you know what I mean? Like. 
Lakers are gonna be like, yo, we the we the, we the best. You, you know, know but you know who I think. The, you know who I think has potential to be that now going forward. It's not gonna be the Lakers fans. I think it's the Warriors fans that are gonna be like that going forward because they have the three chips and they're, I don't know if they're gonna win that much like going forward. But they're always gonna have those three chips, oh, yeah. right? They're always gonna have yeah, the three oh, chips yeah. in that dynasty. And they're gonna be like, oh yeah. You don't want to come Splash to the bank. Brothers. You don't want to come. Yeah, you couldn't stop us. We built our team the right way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, except we, it's we, tech we dudes. Ex- yeah, except it's tech dudes. Except it, that's the only difference. <laughs> so it's a little bit more corny. It's like, dude, we had we had Steph Curry, and we were the, we had analytically driven, and we were gonna win this thing. And yeah, yeah, you guys don't understand. The math was there, bro. <laughs> yo. You guys, you guys are casuals. <laughs> Noobs. That's my favorite insult. You're a casual. Yes, dog. I'm not a professional NBA player. Anybody who's not a professional NBA player, you're a casual. I'm sorry to tell you. You know what I'm saying? If you never put on an NBA uniform, you're a casual, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never played in the game, in the league. Like, you know what I'm saying? You was never in the locker rooms. You know what I'm saying? Talking about Roger's feet. You know what I'm saying? When it was getting wrapped or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You wasn't there. So you were casual. Roger can talk all the shit he wants. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of y'all, shut your mouth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Logan, I've been saying Logan's a casual. I fucking, but he just talks to you. He's been a casual, bro. What the fuck? Logan's the only one who don't know he's a casual. That's all. There you go. I'm a casual. <laughs> and Roger's washed. That's what we do. That's what we do. Yeah. Roger. Listen. Roger. Roger. What up? How, what was it? Because you played the Eastern Conference. How was it to see obnoxious Knicks fans when you out here balling with the Sixers and you see these motherfuckers who aren't good, but their fans are like, the guard is real, bro. This is where it is, bro. It's the Mecca, bro. You know what I mean? I love that shit, bro. I, lo- I fucking love I love being in New York. I love the garden. I love the energy in the garden. I never you had beef. Violent? See? Yeah. He's like, yo, Knicks, yo, Knicks sign Roger right now. And, right, listen, I do have a beef down, with the Knicks. We need a knockdown shooter. Let's go. I worked out with the Knicks. I lit that shit up out in Westchester, wherever their facility is. They ain't signed me. But anyway, I'm going to let that ride. Um, yeah, I fucked up. They fucked up. I'm saying it right now. <laughs> they fucked up not signing Roger. I'm with you on the Zion shit. I said it on the pod the other day, man. Like, you could say what you want. Is My man David Griffin is the GM. Like, I love all the people down in New Orleans. I'm not saying he's leaving today. But the fucking smile that came across on my man's face that says it all. Like, you don't you don't bust out in a, in a Chuck E. Cheese grin like that unless... There's some genuine excitement, hey, bro. Hey, hey Raja, uh-huh. Raja. Do you know I'm who else saying. did that? Do you know who else did that for a year and a half? Who? LeBron who? James. He literally did that shit to the Knicks for a year and a half. Was like, you know, I love. But it was different though, because it was different though, because like LeBron. Well, LeBron, it was like always. It was always like, yo, I'm from Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? Like Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. And then Cleveland. he was from Akron. Like he, then he was from Akron. Yeah, then he was from Akron. Yeah, yeah, Akron. You know but go ahead, yeah, yeah. Yo, Akron, Akron. Yo, 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 Ohio, Ohio, Ohio. I've never seen, like, I don't no, even know where Zion's originally it's different. from. Dog. Yes, it's fucking different. Yeah. You're comparing apples to oranges. And I'm not saying that he's going to sign there unequivocally. What I'm saying is, if you're a Knicks fan and you are easily excited, a big-ass cheesy grin like that is another thing to be excited about because there was genuine excitement about that. And there's more, like, evidence there. You know what I'm saying? Like, with LeBron, it was just, like, conjecture. Like, yo, like, he's a free agent. The Knicks are going to give him the bag. He's a, he he low, he He's a Yankee fan on the low. He's a Yankee fan on the low. You know what I'm saying? All this stuff. So it was just like, okay, that's cool. But with, with Zion, it's like, dog, your best friend plays here. You know what I'm saying? Like, the team is on the rise. They have, a like, a legit coach. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout, shout to Fizz. Shout to everybody. You know what I'm saying? That predated Tibbs. But, like, Tibbs did something. I don't know what, what he got. He got the secret juice. 
I don't know what kind of kind of speeches he's using, how much profanity he's using in the locker a room. A lot, a lot. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But he got these motherfuckers like out here balling. Like, you know what I mean? Like, shit. Like, okay. Like I said, sign Raja, dog. Like, What's up? Like, Raja, hey, dropping thirty a night. Raja would be great. For the for the prime Knicks, you know he's fucking throwing elbows and shit. He's dirt. He's a dirty ass player. He'd be great, no. like nineteen ninety nine. That's, that's, that's not dirty, great. dog. There's no. There's no that's dirty. the best playing the game. Tell him, Raja, that's, that's playing not, the game. Yeah, dog. There's a difference. between dirty is when you go up for a jump shot and you get Zaza Pachulia or you get Bruce Bowen. That's dirty. You try or you to close break on a guy in a playoff game. That's nah, Knicks that, stuff right there. That's not dirty. That's fuck you. Yeah. If you want to fight, let's Straight fight. Up. That's what that Look is. At Rock, I'm ready to Look at Mero right now. Mario Mero is right now. He's ready to go. He's fucking locked in. He wants let's to go. sign oh, you to a 10 day right Like it I mean, like whether that's right, right or wrong, the play was stupid, but it wasn't it wasn't dirty in the sense of like, yo, I'm a I'ma catch you when you're vulnerable and try to break your ankle and hurt you. I wanted to fight him. So like what yeah. what the fuck? Let's get it shaken. Yeah, that's yeah. the energy. <laughs> That's the energy in the garden right now. Let's get it shaking. I don't care who you are. You could be the number one seed. You could be the, the, the bottom of the barrel team. We're going to get it popping no matter what. And that energy is what I'm talking about. So, next, yo, uh, Leon, <laughs> Ra- get Raja on a, on a two year, 20 mil deal. A two year, you know a two year Zoom call deal. I'll just, I'll just zoom in and talk that shit. Raja. But, Raja. but like, that's what I'm saying. Like, cause yo, a lot of people tell me all the time, like, yo, fam, you look like Jared Dudley. Every time Jared do. Dudley does anything, they're like, yo, Merrill out here hooping. Yo, Merrill got a cha- <laughs> Merrill got a championship. I'm like, yo, that's my twin. That's my guy. But like, you know, people make fun of him and make jokes about him. But I'm like, yo, those are the dudes that you like. Everybody does something on a team. Like the the last dude on the bench that's like waving a towel. He's doing something. He's on that team for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You and you need a dude because like, it, like, like I said, like I'm not in a locker room, so I don't know if Julius Randle is the is the leader of that team. You know what I'm saying? Like. He is, like, action-wise, like, he's like, yo, he's playing his ass off, and he's like, yo, lead him by example. But, like, vocally, who's that dude? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I interviewed, um, or we interviewed uh, Julian Edelman. This is, like, a totally different sport, but it's just, like, talking about, like, yo, when you get in the locker room at halftime and you down by 15, who's the dude that's getting up and being like, yo, my man, like, holding people accountable, like, yo, fam, you fucked up. When we switched, you you got, you, you was out there on the island, not knowing, you was lost in the sauce. My man, you you a walking bucket, but you out here, you not driving to the hoop. What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like that guy that that commands respect, even though he he might be averaging eight minutes a game, but the other dudes, the younger dudes, whatever, look up to him or like you know he knows what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like Duds is that it does is that guy on the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? Like he'll pull the younger guys aside. Yo, Kuz, was why would you dye your hair that color? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, let's let's focus more on basketball and less on like aesthetics. You know what I'm saying? Like, that type of dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like Roger said, like a dude that's like, yeah, I'm not fuck y'all. This is this is my team. You know what I'm saying? Like, you 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 fuck with him, you fucking with me. You know what I mean? Like that type of energy, and that's what I feel like the next guy. The Knicks don't feel like a basketball team. Yeah. It's like a gang. They're a basketball mean- <laughs> gang. <laughs> what? Oh, we'll be right back. This episode is supported by State Farm. Man, I remember when I first got into a car accident, it was pure frustration because I did not have State Farm. And now that I do have State Farm, it is an exclamation of pure joy. 
But the only words that you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Visible Wireless. Want a wireless provider that always brings its A-game? Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon as low as $25 a month every month, taxes and fees included. And as if that wasn't already a huge win, you could use promo code RINGER20 to receive $20 off your first month just for listening to us talk about basketball. Not bad, right? You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com and use promo code RINGER20. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. The Visible monthly rate is $25 per month. Roger, I need you to break Barrel's heart real quick. Uh, Tell us about the Knicks uh, workout and and then what happened when it didn't work out. What, what, What happened? What's going on? Tell me what, what happened. happened. You get a call. Um, what the, what's this is worse than on? LeBron for me right now. No, yes, this was... Because <laughs> Raja just, always had that energy, that, like, yo, fuck y'all energy. You know what man. I'm saying? On the court. I wanted, to be a Nick, I wanted to be a fucking Nick so bad. So I went out to wherever their practice facility is. Uh, I was in West Long Chester. Island. Westchester, right? Yeah. I was in Long Island at my, at my in-law's house. And they were like, yo, you know, come out and work out. So it was me, Julius Hodge, um, and two other people. So Alan Houston, his son, were in the gym. Scott Perry was in there. I... Uh, Bargnani was there. I lit that Oof. shit up, bro. We played ones. We played twos. We shot the ball. We did everything that you would do, like, coming out of school when you were a pup. But I just did it as, like, a 12, 13-year vet. And I was, you know, there are days where you're on. There are days when you're off. I was very, very on. And left that shit, like, we got one. Went home, we told my in-laws, like, yep, going to be a fucking Nick. It's going to happen. My wife, excited. The motherfuckers didn't call me back. I was hot. Wait, they kept, wait, wait. I, I think what happened, if I'm not mistaken, this is a long time ago now. I think what happened was Meta might have become available and they I went with Ron piece. Ron, which which I understood. Like, I got it. But Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I understood. Like, I'm taking I'm taking you over over Barney Ernie. Shout out to Clyde Frazier. Shout out to Walt Clyde Frazier and his mispronunciations. <laughs> he, he called that motherfucker Barney Ernie for his, <laughs> his, for his, he, his entire next turn. He's like, Barney Ernie, and I just remember this game against the Bucks, bro. This shit is stuck in my head. You could, and so many Knicks fans are out there. You could YouTube this shit. It's a moment where there's a, it's like 13 seconds left on the clock, long rebound. Barney gets it. We can hold on for the win. Just hold the ball. Get fouled. We win the game. This motherfucker chucks up a three with 13 seconds left. Bricks it. Bucks get the ball. I was like. Yo, what are you doing? Like, I feel like everybody said it. And then Clyde, yo, yo, I love me some Walt Clyde Frazier swishing edition, whooping and swooping. His 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 Xanadu has turned into his Waterloo. You know what I'm saying? Like these precocious neophytes out here. But he's like Clyde, like the exasperation in Clyde's voice. Like he when he said, What is he doing, folks? <laughs> folks, what is he doing? Why would you shoot the ball? Barney Ernie. <laughs> I was just like, yo, fam. Dog, like, I'm telling you, I had, like, I don't know what I had in my hand, but it immediately got spiked on the floor. I was like, yo, what are you doing? Like, what is it? I'm like, I understand, like, listen, I never played a single minute of NBA basketball. 
what makes you like, is it just like, yo, you're not aware of the clock? Is it like, yo, you just forgot something? Like you come, you just come, you do not. Yeah. You were unaware of the situation. You had no idea what was going on. You was just there. like, fam. And, it's, and you watch that play. Like, like just motherfuckers just running haphazardly all around the court. Like, Jared Smith is like, yo, like, stop, stop. Like, screaming, <laughs> like, don't shoot. And the motherfucker's just like, ha! Like, launches at it. I'm like, no. It's like the Fresh Prince Carlton 3. Yeah. Where he just throws it up and it's like a slow mo. He's like, fam, no. I was like, yo. serious. No, they got, they, these, they left Barney Arney on the, on the roster instead of Roger Belt. Nah, man. See, I'm glad things have changed. I'm glad things have changed. It would have been some Knicks ass shit. To have a washed motherfucker like Raja on the roster, it was ready. It was there. It was there. Mm. Somebody way mm. over the hill that had that just had one good workout. Were you asking like, for too much? Was AJ asking for too much? Was nah. AJ, AJ was asking for five years, one hundred fifty mil? What nah, we were looking for vet minimum on one year deals to come in and be a, a couple what? couple jumpers a game and play some defense, dog. That's all we were looking oh, for. And provide and some see, guidance. At that point, not washed, Logan. I am clearly washed now. But at that point, a lot of tread on the tire, dog. Like for mm. for 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 that role, I would have been fine. But oh, I mean, look, man. I think they got, I think they got Ron. I think they, I don't remember exactly how it played you, out, but you know, you know, you know why Raja would have been perfect for the Knicks, Mero. I got to tell you his pregame routine. So this motherfucker would get to the arena very early, get coffee, and then before his workout, would take a snow like ice and make a snow cone. But instead of like the red shit, this motherfucker would put Red Bull as the red fucking of the snow cone. <laughs> that's a that's a, that's that's Nick's tape right there. He's ready yeah, to fucking that's go. Why, that's why he was already. He always wanted to get it shaken. That's what I see. That's what the Knicks need. That's the energy that Knicks fans love and adore. I'm telling you, if they would have made the right decision and got rid of Barnier, I think they were just trying to save face because they traded a first-rounder for Barney Ernie. Barney Ernie was and a first-round trade, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, they, like, it's like, yo, we traded a first-rounder for this dude. Let's try to do something with him. But, like, dog, I would have, like, if I'm the GM, and I'm not just saying this because this is your show, dog. Like, realistically, I'm, I'm taking you over him 10 times out of 10. Man, I'm not, but... I job. always thank, wanted thank to you. be a fucking Nick, man. That's like, that's real. There, I bet there are other guys in the NBA. If you ask them like regrets, not that I had a chance to be one, but if they, if what, what eluded you? Like aside from championships, um, some people, if they didn't get the bag, would say the bag. But a lot of people would say, I would have liked to have played in New York. Like that shit would be dope. Man, it's different, bro. It's just different. Like I try to tell people like, you know, like dog, like shout, yo, shout out to the Memphis Grizzlies. You know what I mean? But like, you know. Like, they ain't going up like the Garden, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know every everybody catches strays now, but, like, you know, like, fam, like, you go to a motherfucking Timberwolves game, you feel me? Like, yeah, it's a different vibe. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. it is what it is. What is what is the Garden like when it was rocking? I've never been to the Garden yet. I want to get there. What is the Garden like when it's rocking, Meryl? Dog, it's like, yo, the Knicks, like, put it like this. When Melo dropped 62... And broke the record. It was against the Bobcats. It was against the Bobcats without Kemba Walker. And you would have thought that it was like game seven against Michael Jordan and his, you know, the Barcelona dream team. Like, <laughs> like deafening fam. Like, yo, absolute, like, like, you says, that game? like, I feel like that's why, like, that's why so many people want to play there. Cause it's like, yeah. yo, you make a shot, a clutch, anything, a situation, you dive on a loose ball. Yo, that crowd is like worshiping you, fam. Like, yo, you scored 30 points three games in a row. MVP! MVP! 
I think your penis grows three inches, B. If you, if, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this started chant. Like, yo, it's wild. Like, yo, New York fans will make you feel like God. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, no cap. Like, it's also a place. It's also a place, Logan. Like, when you're playing there, um, there's an appreciation for hoop. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, you can be on the opposing team and you get the vitriol of their fans. But man, if you're thugging out through three quarters by the fourth quarter, they fuck with you. Yeah. Like you start to hear some people like ride with you. Like they might not be cheering for the team, but you hear them like they have an yeah. appreciation for who. Like, it, oh, dog! It's still a place right now. Like I'll take my youth team around the country, and at 44, most most people don't know me when I'm out in the streets. Some people do, but a lot don't. If I go to New York, like we went to Brooklyn a year, two years ago, we were in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. random hotel. I got stopped on that street seven times in an hour. Mm. Because what? people were like, yo, I fuck with you, bro. I fuck with you. And knew you who you were. Like, there's an appreciation there in, in, in New York for that shit, man. It's a cool place to play, yeah. both as a as a Nick and as an opponent, you know? Mm. Yo, like, like, dead ass. Like Roger's saying, bro, even if you're on the opposing team and you do something that's like wild, like you're gonna hear some like oohs and ahs, even from the dudes wearing like the Ewing jerseys and the Oakley jerseys and the and the and the Clyde jerseys, like even those dudes are gonna be like, oh. You know what I mean? Like, from the youngest to the oldest generation of Knicks fans, like, we just appreciate good basketball. And it's good to have it be finally at home. You know what I'm saying? Not having to wait for, you know, the, the like, a, a good, a quote-unquote good team to come in and, and, and beat our ass by 38. I mean, for a while, the greatest... Yeah, the greatest moment in my uh, generation was when Kobe scored, uh, what, 60, and then LeBron had the triple-double. That was, like, the best time in, in Boston Garden history, at least during my lifetime. Right. And but you talked about Mello and you talked about why. what is the, the relationship between Mello and Knicks fans right now? How I do always, you? I, I, I will always love Mello. I always go up for Mello. Mello is so like. Underappreciated in like the landscape of the NBA, like they never talk about him, like they're always like, yo, he's a cancer, he's this, that. Like and like I said, 16 times during the course of this podcast. Yo, y'all are not in them locker rooms. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all are not in them locker rooms. You don't know how people feel about Melo. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the media don't really know how people feel about Melo. You feel me? Like, the, his teammates, et cetera. Like, what teammate has ever come out and been like, yo, Melo was a terrible teammate? Like, nobody. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, now you got to, like, you know, the landscape is where, like, Roger, you could come out here and be like, yo, so-and-so was a dick when we played on in Philly. You know what I'm saying? Or like, you know, ah, whatever. Like, for example, J.J. Reddick took matters into his own hands and spoke about his own situation in getting traded to uh, Dallas versus, like, you know, the Nets Brooklyn. or the Knicks or whoever, like, or Brooklyn or whatever. And, you know, like, the players are speaking for themselves. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, to that point, like, I'm not even – I'm on some – I'm rambling. I, I forgot the original point of the question. <laughs> uh, how, do, how do you guys feel about Melo? Uh, how does how do Knicks fans oh, feel about Melo? He's a so guy, right? I I love Melo. My my kids. That was that was like the my kids' intro to the Knicks, right? Because mm-hmm. like there always has to be like a guy. When the kids are young, like when your kids are young and you're trying to get them into a sport or whatever, like you got to kind of like explain it to them. Like my kids is like at the time, like my oldest son is like five years old. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you know, the Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks, and he's like, okay, who's 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 the guy? His and name I'm is like, Frank. Nervous. Number seven, yeah. <laughs> At the time, it was Mellow. It was like, yo, number seven, Mellow. Yo, he's a bucket. Like, he could, like, you know what I'm saying? He could do it all. And 2012, 2013, 
beat the Heat in the season series, Melo showed out. Anytime he had to play against LeBron, he was like, yo, Melo don't play defense. Anytime he had to play against LeBron, clamps. You know what I'm saying? As much as you could to, Bron- to LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not, you can't really clamp LeBron. But mm-hmm. like, as much as he could, he held LeBron down. So, you know, I always got love for Melo all day. Like, I, like, talk about vet minimums, bring him back. You know what I'm saying? Right like, now. <laughs> right right now. now. You know what I'm saying? Right now, bring him back. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I love Melo. Like, you know, I got the Melo of the God meme still in my phone. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, never hear a slanderous word about Melo from me ever. You know what I'm saying? That man put the city on his back, caught all that slander. Back of the page of the post, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you know what I mean? Like, putting up game losing shots, like, go back, right back in the locker room, put on a funny hat, talk to every reporter in, the, in there. Put a caption up. Put a ca- stay, stay mellow with the seven. Stay mellow no. with the seven all day. <laughs> Engaging with fans on Twitter. Like, I didn't ask for glaze, donut face ass to shit for me anyway. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love that energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, Mellow's a real dude. Like, so, that, and that's what I fuck with. That's a bodega boy. You know what I'm saying? As a, as Mero from the Bronx. You know what I'm saying? I love real motherfuckers. And Raja, Mello, dudes are like, yo, let's get it popping right now. I don't care. Yo, put the ball down, B. Take your jersey off. Let's scrap right now. Set the court. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like- <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh, do you- <laughs> so, um, shit. Okay, dude, did the, the Knicks right now, I think... They're they're on the tra- upward trajectory. But I think one more thing that we that we need from the Knicks is we need some sort of player engagement person, a player outreach person for older guys I like mean, Charles Oak. That's what I'm saying. We need you to do that. And I say all that to say, what would you do to ma- get the relationships back with the Charles Oakley, right? With the with Spike Lee, you are the outreach person of the Knicks. What is your first order of business to yeah. what 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 relationships are you repairing? What are you doing? And how are you doing it? Oakley, Pat, you know what I'm saying? Those those 90s Knicks teams, I need all of y'all to have everybody gets a day, a John Starks day. With Pat, it's a week. Mm-hmm. Patrick Ewing, week. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all about you. We celebrating you, all your accomplishments, everything you've done. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo. We showing you on the jumbotron every time we break for commercial. Like, yo, give it up for Charles Oakley. Like, we need those dudes in the building. They built that energy, that that passion that Knicks fans have, comes from them. You know what I'm saying? Like, and of course, like the older generations, like the Walt, you know, the Clydes and them. Like, but that '90s, we are the New York Knicks. You know what I'm saying? That generation that grew up on that, grew up with Oak, Mace, rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? Pat, John. You know what I'm saying? Out like later on, LJ, like those dudes, like, yo, give them their flowers now. Give them the respect they deserve. Retire retire all those jerseys that, that are not retired. You know what I'm saying? Like, and just give these dudes like they 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 flowers. Give them their respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, let them come in whatever door they want. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, like that's Spike Lee, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> stop asking you know Patrick Ewing like, for a pass. He's Patrick fucking you know Ewing. I mean? He's Patrick fucking Ewing. Dog. <laughs> they, they, they need arena after him at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah. you feel me? Like, we was a finger roll away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. So that's what I'm saying. Like, those dudes built the foundation of the fandom. So you got to give them respect. You know what I'm saying? That's you know what I mean? Like. Like, you gotta, you gotta, if I'm the guy, if I'm the player outreach dude, I'm like, yo, listen, fam, like, I know you fucked up. Like, you know, I'm coming back, like, like, when you're trying to get your girl back, you know what I'm saying? With my hat in my hand, like, baby, 
Like, comment outside the top. Like, your eyes still green, girl. You know what I'm saying? You got your mellow hat on. You got your, you got your, you got your rain. You ready to go? All that. Uh, I mean, listen, I'll take out, you know, your Lugers every night. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you need, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Because all I feel like they would—they just want a little love, man. They just want a little love. They don't want too much. They just want a little love. They don't want it, and that's the thing. Like they know, like yo, fam. Like I'm not like a like ultra superstar, but like y'all treated me like one. You know what I'm saying? Like Alan Houston, all these people. Like yo, just give them their flowers, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like like give them a day. Charles Oakley Day, bro. Everybody, we giving out Charles Oakley shirts out front. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all doing this shit for Billy Joel. Do it for goddamn Charles Oakley. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit. All right, man. Before we get out of here, man, I, already, I, already, I feel right here, man. Uh, how do you? All right, let's let's uh let's stop, let's. I need your top five Knicks to hit the bodega with right now. Oh, to hit the bodega with? Oh shit! Uh, definitely Mello, J.R. Smith, uh, Zach Randolph, um, Chris Childs, and Tony Douglas. Ooh, Tony, Tony Douglas, Douglas right there. Tony Douglas. Matt Randall. Right. Matt Randall. Uh, got, three point, got, got the record for threes, though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> Tony shit. Douglas, okay. And his brother's an NFL receiver. His mom's is like... <laughs> I did that. <laughs> Man. Yo, this was this was a, 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 this was great. This was great. Raj, you got anything else? What, you got, are we, no, what, what bro. You, got? you know what? Like, Go ahead. Just... What percentage... Of like Knicks fans bounced to the Nets, dog. Like I've always had this yeah, fascination. That's a good like question. what percentage? That's a good question. And I also have another question. This is just random as fuck. Like because I'm my 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 extended family is now from New York, right? Like when you come up, you come up like Jets and Mets. Can you be a Yankees and 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 like Jets fan, or you got to be Yankees, Giants, Mets, and Jets? Can you dig what I'm saying? Like that's a real yeah. interesting dynamic for me. Like yeah, nah. It's usually like it's usually like it's usually Knicks, Giants, Yankees, Rangers. You know what I'm saying? Like right. and of right. course, like the the major sports or whatever. But you know, you got people that are like, yo, I live. You know, my dad is from Queens, so I'm a Mets fan, but I'm a Giants fan. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all a mixture. Like it's all it's all valid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To, to, to say that, except for the Nets. Except for the Nets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we can't fuck with the Nets. There was, there, was, there was no part of you ever in the doldrums of, like, Nickdom where you were like, nah, Even when they moved to Brooklyn, you weren't even like, no, maybe, maybe. No, because it was like, yo, I remember, and that's like, yo, and again, like, yo, I love Kyrie because, like, Kyrie, like, speaks, he, he speaks his mind all the time. Like, it's I open. make jokes about him it's all the time. And, like, it's right open. Yeah, his, this is open. His, 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 like, like Chiggy said, his pineal gland is decalcified. <laughs> his chakras are aligned. You know what I'm saying? So like, but like, I used to like make jokes about him and say Asian and all that crazy stuff. But like, you know, like he speaks his truth out to him. But like, <laughs> like, I forgot the question again. <laughs> Damn. Was there ever a point? Was there ever a point? Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. It never wavered because when Kyrie came, when they built Barclays, that that was like Brooklyn Navy Yard or some shit like that. Like it was just like desolate, like whatever. They built the Barclays. It looked like play. It looked like a PlayStation Five. Like it was gentrification. Like, it was pure gentrification. I remember I was doing something way back, like and it was like the twentieth anniversary of Red Dead Die, the Biggie album. So I went out to Biggie's old building, and 
It looked completely different. It was like an old picture of him and Junior Mafia, like, posted up in front of the building. Yeah. And now, where, like, Little C's was, there's, like, two little pine trees and, like, you know, like, a cheese store across the street. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, bro, this that, is best I do it. That's, like, that's hella triggering because Oakland is the same way. It's so triggering. You, you got to relax. Bro, you have to relax. It's like the Bronx is, like, the last, the final frontiers. And people are like, yo, but you live in Jersey now. You moved up to Jersey. I was like, let me tell you something. Everybody from New York that gets a little bit of dough moves to New Jersey. Back. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yo, you could buy a house in New Jersey. Unless you're making like multi, multi, multi millions, like most people just be like, yo, I'm going to go move to Jersey. Yeah. You know uh, <laughs> shit. Man, yo, Think this was great. Happy. This was great. I uh, just wanted to give you your flowers, bro. Like, you were someone that I listened to. You know, back in your complex day, complex days down to Viceland to now, Appreciate like you, listening to you dying and you made it OK for me to rep where I'm from, no matter who the fuck was on there, no matter who cares. You are going to come into my world as someone that's from Oakland. I don't care about how y'all feel. Y'all going to know about this and that's going to get numbers. Yep. So I really appreciate what you guys are doing, man. Fuck yes, man. Listen, it was an honor to have you on, Brody. Yo, thank you for having me, man. It's an honor for me, dog. Like, yeah, I'm living yeah. my dream, fam. Like, I was the kid, fam, I was the kid that literally, when this, when the book fair came into school, the only thing I was copping was posters and basketball shit, like, ma the little magazines, the little Sports Illustrated Juniors, you know what I'm saying? Like, all that stuff. So, mm -hmm. like, I was, I, I, Roger, to your point, I would have been one of those dudes like, yo, oh shit, yo, Roger. I would have ran across the street. Yo, son, that's Roger Bell. He would have been like, yo, who the fuck is that? I would have been like, yo, you don't know. This dude is a hooper. Like, he's a baller for real. Like, 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 yo, this motherfuckers that play basketball and then there's hoopers. This dude oh. is a hooper. You know what I'm saying? He would have been like, okay, dad, can we go play home and play for that? <laughs> Fine, mine would have, mine would have too, bro. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Mine would have too. Logan, kick rock. No, you out. Bye. <laughs> man, thanks Yo, so much, bro. Thank you, man. Like that, 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 that back and forth. Like that's what I live for, bro. Like you feel me? Because yeah. people told me the same thing. Like, yo, you too Bronx, you too New York. Like da 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 da. And yo, the great radio personality, radio legend Mike Francesa said it. He's like, he's like, nah. He's like, stick to your guns. Be who you are. I mean, if Mike Francesa says a fuck, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? You know what I'm saying? Yo, <laughs> yo, fuck that. Who cares, bro? Like. Fuck that. And, uh, <laughs> like I, I, and like, I learned about the Bronx because of you. Like, I was like, okay, for sure. The Bronx is a, is a place that I, I need to go to. That's somewhere that I need to go to. And, Listen, you know, and then also, like, you guys brought, y'all brought, y'all brought, um, y'all brought hip hop into the shit. Like, I, I remember you guys, the reason why you guys did your ads, the one that I, I, you know, paid homage to, you guys, that was something that you guys got from New York radio. And then I'm a big fan of, of East Coast hip hop. That's how we got the Mad Hooper. You know what I'm saying? That's what was hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Real hip hop, hip hop. You know, I got my big, I got my big jam sport on right now. My big backpack That's on right, right now. Let's go, right. All right, man. We'll see. Come back to the show anytime. When the Knicks go to the finals, you got to come to the fucking show. You got to get Yo, back on. Let's you go. Know what I'm saying? Let's yeah. get it. You know what I'm saying? All right, man. Yo, I'm already campaigning for Larry. When Tim's retires, Roger. We're going to make you a Nick one way or another. There we go. We're going to make it happen. Hey, that, that's, this has been another edition of Real Ones. You can catch us everywhere you get podcasts. Go to The Ringer Show to go on. You can listen to Mismatch. You can listen to, um, you can listen to The Answer. You can listen to Group Chat. Also, check out our other podcasts. You can listen to R2C2 with who? Roger Bell. Uh, that would be Vallejo Legend CC Sabathia. Sabathia, that's right. Rock and right. You know what I'm saying? 
Listen to Black Girl. Shout out to Black Girl. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Listen to Black Girl Songbook with Town Legend Danielle Smith. Ah, we out. We'll see you on Thursday. Ah.